You're now listening to a Binge Brew Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to present you five unconventional strategies that can help you stop binge eating or at least modify your binge eating habit cycle. So as you've heard me saying many times before, Binge eating in many ways can be just considered to be a habit. And personally, when I recovered, I had more analytical approach to binge eating. So my brain didn't want to hear about vague ideas like just feel your feelings, sit in discomfort, show yourself more compassion. My brain wanted methods, strategies, hacks, and maybe your brain wants that too. Hence today's episode. So even though right now I know that strategies, hacks, uh, step-by-step processes, they might be less effective than we would like them to be, I still want to give you a chance to utilize them in your recovery. Maybe your left brain, more analytical and logical parts of you, maybe they need to be presented with proof that these are reasonable that, that I present reasonable approach, that there is a proven strategy. And if there's a proven strategy, then it will work for you as well. And you know what? After reading books from Jill Bolt Taylor, I understand that sometimes we need to give our left brain a task. We, you need to distract your left brain with a strategy so that you can work on creating a real change for yourself. And when that internal deeper change happens, and usually it happens through insight, your left brain will tell you a story that it's the brain hack that worked. (laughs) And as always, your rational brain will take ownership of that change. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that those strategies are effective in modifying your binge eating habit cycle but not because of the way they are designed, but because they give you the opportunity to change your perspective and have an insight. They distract your analytical brain so that (laughs) this analytical brain can stop interfering with the more emotional and insightful part of you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I still don't know if I said what I actually meant, but oh well, those are the limitations of a human language. The closer we are to the truth, the harder it is to put it into words and express it. The first strategy to modifying your binge eating habit cycle is slowing down. The moment you have a binge, you want to rush through it. Why? Because you feel ashamed. You want to be done with this embarrassing act as fast as possible. You want to start over. You want the clean slate. I'm sure you say to yourself that this is the last binge and after this binge, you are going to start fresh. By focusing on brighter and healthier future, you abandon yourself now. You eat because you want to escape the urge and get some pleasure from food. But actually during the binge, you don't allow yourself to, ex- to experience much pleasure. 
When you have one cookie in your mouth, you focus on another one that is in your hand. This is the work of dopamine in the mesolimbic pathway in your brain. And there's a difference between wanting and liking. And dopamine is signaling the anticipation of pleasure and the anticipatory behavior usually manifests itself as a small anxiety, anxiety, restlessness. So this wanting of reward keeps you binge eating. That's why you keep wanting more. You are still lacking the satisfaction. Now imagine slowing down. Your racing thoughts slow down. You have a moment to stop and think what you're doing. You have more time to obtain real physical and mental satisfaction. You can pay more attention to the fullness signals coming from the digestive tract. You're staying in the present moment instead of fantasizing about future. You have more time to use your free want. When you feel that you don't have a free will, you may still have the free want. When you're eating slower, you pay more attention to your self-talk and see more precisely how your thoughts create your feelings and drive your actions. By attempting to eat more mindfully, you can restore your attention and maintain present moment awareness. It will give you an opportunity to enjoy the foods you eat, reconnect with your body, observe your thoughts, and eventually even make better decisions around food. Who knows? Maybe you will be even able to to make a decision to stop the binge in the middle of the binge. So slowing down and prolonging binge allows you to decrease the binge. I know it's counterintuitive, but in a way, with each binge, you will be able to chip away the end tail of the binge. You are going to take away one puzzle of a huge binge eating puzzle. So slowing the binge, prolonging it, allows you to stop the autopilot. It allows you to stay more conscious and you can learn more about yourself and your unique binge eating habit cycle. The second unconventional strategy is to plan your binge ahead of time. For so many of you, eating secretly is almost an unconscious act. So some of you may be mindlessly eating, but for some of you, binge eating may feel like a disassociation episode. You may be feeling like you are in a trance and somehow on autopilot, just eating and not thinking about it at all. From your brain's perspective, automatic operations are good because they exert less energy. The more things uh, that we can do on autopilot, the better and easier it is for the brain. And there are two main parts of the brain that are involved in binge eating, and they are the, the primitive brain and the higher brain. And the higher brain would be the prefrontal cortex. The primitive brain is responsible for initiating the urges. Those areas of the brain are evolutionary older, so their, their priority is survival. So do you remember the motivational triad of the brain? To seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy? The primitive brain is responsible for urges and automatic behavior, and the higher brain is responsible for decision-making, rational thinking, and higher cognitive functions. So in the moment when you feel an urge and you act on it right away, you reward that urge. 
and your system learns quickly. Urge and discomfort is followed by food and release of pressure. So whenever you feel discomfort, your brain will look into the files and see that uh, that, that information, that food relieves discomfort. So you create the association in your brain that the bad feeling can be fixed with food. And remember that every time you delay the binge, you weaken the conditioning between an urge and binge that exists in your brain. But sometimes urges are very, very strong. So instead of avoiding urges and fighting them, you can try delaying acting on them. Remember, planning involves your rational brain. So by planning your binge, you can reward you, you can stop rewarding primitive brain. Your primitive brain learns that urges are not rewarded because now it's the rational brain that can consciously pre-plan binge. And when the binge is pre-planned, you stay more conscious. You can eat the foods that you like instead of binging on stale donuts in the break room. You're not using every opportunity to binge. You become less impulsive with food because you learn how to postpone the binge. And meanwhile, you can learn how to sit with urges. Moreover, once you make a decision that you will binge, you instantly become calmer. The urge to binge may still be there, but usually it's less intensive. There's less fighting. Again, there's more curiosity. You can observe your thoughts and feelings. You have time for for that because the binge is already planned. It's going to happen. There's not much to be done. Decision calmed you down and now you have more time to analyze the situation and be more present in the present moment. (laughs) So by using your prefrontal cortex to plan the binge, in a way you you maintain authority over your eating behaviors and you don't reward the primitive brain that sends the urges. So in a way, you modify the binge eating cycle. The third unconventional way of modifying the binge eating cycle is to laugh at your urges. So binge eating has a lot of stigma surrounding it. You are getting very stressed when you anticipate urges coming. You fuse yourself with urges to binge. When you have a strong desire for food, you keep thinking that, I don't know, maybe you're a pig, you lack willpower, you're a greedy person. So in my opinion, it would be a very important for you to distance yourself from your urges, separate yourself from your eating disorder voice and from your inner critic. Seeing your urges as something separate from you is very, very, very helpful You can visualize this part of you. You can draw the caricature on a piece of paper. You can imagine how the voice would sound. You can use a silly voice to break up the tension. So in the moment when you feel overwhelmed by the urge, try singing your thoughts. This helps you to separate yourself from your thoughts and change how you relate to urges. I told you before, you probably can't control whether urges will appear or not, but what you can control is how you relate to them. 
Fourth unconventional strategy to stopping binge eating is to get excited about another urge. Anticipating an urge can create a lot of stress and worry. During the day, you do everything right just to avoid binging at night. So binge eating is all the time in front of your mind. By trying to avoid it, you feed those thoughts. This anticipation creates a lot of stress and then it may work as a self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead of being afraid of urges to binge, you can learn to welcome them. Instead of doing everything in your power to stop them, get excited about them. Be more nonchalant. Know that whatever happens, you are totally prepared. Because every urge is an opportunity to rewire your brain. Every urge gives you the opportunity to break the cycle. Most people who recover from binge eating do it by learning how to change their relationship with urges and how to respond differently to urges. It's the minority of people that stop binge eating because they stop having urges. And those are usually the people who come from very restrictive dieting. Once they start eating more food and more regularly, they stop restricting urges to binge for them at least, go away. Because those urges were biological in nature. They were the type of primal hunger that is present when you don't eat enough. Giving your body consistent flux of extra calories for a couple of weeks or even months helps you to stabilize your appetite. And this is usually what happens to people who go all in. And reminder, all in is a concept popularized in the past years as a form of healing from extreme dieting and also hypothalamic ammonaria and if you want to learn more about it I would recommend the book No Period Now What by Nicola J. Rinaldi PhD. To summarize this point instead of being afraid of urges be more welcoming be ready to have them instead of being anxious before the urge be more relaxed and calm Moreover, get excited for another urge because every urge gives you the opportunity to rewire your brain. Choose the new neural pathway and establish a new habit. Fifth and the last strategy how to modify your binge eating habit cycle and it is love your urges to binge. So urges can be seen as message that something is happening, that something requires your attention. And once I watch people who suffer from chronic pain being coached, and this is where I got this idea from. So they were encouraged to see pain as a love letter from their body or from life in general. A letter that was relying helpful information and that it's possible to be in pain without suffering. Anyways, it, it's just an idea that, that maybe urges to binge are here to remind you that you need to take care of your body. You need to feed it properly, regularly. That starving yourself is a torture and so on. And keep in mind that binge eating helps you with something. It helps to it helps you to distract you. It helps you to procrastinate important tasks. It helps you to numb out so that you don't have to feel unpleasant feelings, so that you don't have to go outside your comfort zone. So in a way, binge eating is there for you. So instead of hating your binge eating, 
and making it your number one enemy, you can befriend it and see it in a totally different light. As you could hear, all of those strategies, they require changing your perspective. And once your perspective is changed, it's easier to change your behavior as well. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. And if you did, please leave a review for the podcast. And if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, I would strongly encourage you to fill out the coaching application. And even if you are interested in group coaching, also please fill out the coaching application and let's see which option is the best for you. Thank you so much for listening to me today and have a great rest of your day. Bye. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.